whether you're a student, parent, or youth motivator, our hope is to reach students where they are, to give families an inside look into the series, and to help open dialogue with their students. Now, my name is Alex Perez, and I also have Adam Myers, youth pastor, father, student motivator, and a special guest with us. We have Cohen Brammer, the college director of Eight of the Ages. This is He's a college guy. He's a college guy. That's, I mean, look at him. He's got the glasses and everything. Very so. official title. <laughs> yes. It looks like he's a college guy. So what we're going to be talking about today, um, we're actually in the second week of our series of Jesus' parable called The Storyteller. Uh, this week, we're diving into the story that teaches us the way Jesus invites and accepts us because at Jesus' party, there's always room for more. Always room for more. It's true. Yeah. Now, uh, what about this week? Are you guys excited about anything coming up, uh, something that happened uh, that you, you're excited about or maybe not excited about? It's, but I like positive. It is Valentine's Day week. That's right. That's right. So, Which means I have nothing I'm a single man. <laughs> it's that one time of the year that, you know, Hallmark gets to make a lot of mm-hmm. money off of yeah. sad yeah. people. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we played a game today, which was really, really great. And there was a second round, second question that asked, what is her most uh, irritating. irritating habits? So would you care to share? <laughs> so what would she say? And then what do you think you oh, would say? Oh, man, what would she say? I've got a lot of irritating habits. So it would be so hard more. to figure out what she would pick from me. She doesn't have a lot, but she makes this face when she gets mad, and I can't stand it. Is it like a scrunch face? No, no like a side I can't even, it's like a serious face. She just looks at me like, oh. and it's just, of a million faces she makes, that's the one I can't stand. Oh, man. So I've actually said to her, listen, I'm going to leave, because I can't look at that face right now. i got to go. Which just makes the face even more. But that's it. That's the only thing. She, other, everything else, my wife but you can't, perfect. But you can't go very far, because you're married. You can't go very far. Yeah, I'm in the house, so I yeah. can't leave. So, uh, Cohen can go very far because he's not married. Wait, what? That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you can go further away. Oh, because you're not married. Yeah, yes, 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 I can. Not not only is he not married, but he's also currently single. Yes. Damn. So if there's any ladies out there, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know. Let com- like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> yes. That's like you're winner. Enter a raffle. Yes. Wow. This is uh, Christian Tinder. Oh, ooh. <laughs> tricky. It's not a podcast at all. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is is there a Christian? Christian uh, dating app? Christian, Mi- Christian Mingle? Christian Mingle? There he is. I don't think you can say Christian and Tinder in the same statement. So oh, okay. they can. Feel okay. dirty. Yeah, yes. that's, that's true. That's true. Um, I, I, this yeah, right. that's true. Um, forget everything I just said previous to this. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's jump into it. I mean, we're, we're, we're in the, in the, the storytelling uh, of what Jesus is doing, uh, what Jesus is, where Jesus is at. And uh, I guess the main thing is the main things where we're talking about where the party there's always room for more mm-hmm. so if you're single there's always room for more always room for more. um but let me jump into the first question which talks about this what are some places or events you would invite a friend and why hmm. can it be like any place any, any place events? any place any event what do you got hmm. well i feel like i have plenty of places right i mean travel Concert. If you if you had a friend that showed up and you're like, I gotta take you somewhere. Where would you take him? Oh wow. Just take him. Yeah. To think right then. Right to experience there. something yeah. that you've experienced. Yeah. Ah. Oh. 
I'd probably take them to like a summer camp or a snow camp that we do. Oh, nice. Honestly? We didn't pay him to say that, so that was, that was really interesting. I would, I would. I would That's take them to that. Link in the description below. Because usually, I mean, out of all the people that I've met in the past, I try to connect them here mm -hmm. because then they don't leave. They're just like, oh, well, this is great. I was like, I know, I told you so. Man. It's good. Yeah. But I don't have like an answer like Rome or Greece. Or, I mean, I'm sure those places are great, but I haven't been to them yet. Well, I mean, uh, log logistically, that I, I didn't even say that word right. Log logistically. We'll just roll right over it, pretend I said it right. But I feel like that is probably one of the best ways to bring someone, invite someone, and still get to know them, and then have a good time, and then have a time for rest, and then continue. Because if, let's say, you bring them to a concert. <laughs> how are you, how, are you okay? What? I, are you, are you having a good time? What? I don't, like, are you, is it, do you want something to drink, like water? No, what? I, like, it feels like you bring them, and then it's, it's exciting, but you can't really get to know them. Yeah. But if you're if you bring them to I don't know summer camp, you come and then you play the game, which is really exciting. Then you go and you have breakfast, lunch, or dinner, which you get to sit down calmly and have a cool conversation with no music blaring in the background. And then next up, you get to hear someone talk, and then you're like, oh, that was. What do you think about the message? That's really good. Or you don't have to talk about the message. You can talk about things that you read or are thinking about or are feeling. And I think that's really great. Right. Mm -hmm. So what, did, what do you mean by friend then? I think I'm confused by the question. So, well, it's, it's really just general. Like, if, if you could, so what are some places or events you would invite a friend? Mm -hmm. um, we're just talking about anywhere or any, any place that you would pick for, for that friend or any friend that you... Because you want them to experience something. Like, I think right. for me, what I would do is I would take them to some kind of dining experience. If there was some food I tasted that was really good and really meant something to me, if I could take them there and experience that with them. Because that's that's really why you're doing this. You want them to feel what you felt in that moment. Yeah. And that, that's a pretty the, cool thing to share with somebody. The common meal is the the place to be. Like, uh, I know we use that for a certain thing on Wednesdays, but just having a, a meal with someone is always, always good. Um, you, even when, especially like when you're, when you're trying to date, like uh, they say, a way to a man's heart is to his stomach. Mm. So if you can bring food into it, it's not like you have to date them, but you are inviting a friend to be able to have, you know, a common meal, and that's the only commonality between you two, and then you get to know them. That's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Yeah, there's just something special about sharing a meal and what it what it means culturally across the board, which, you know, like you had mentioned already, I think that's one of the reasons why Jesus brings up the story about a banquet. Yeah. People can understand that. They can wrap their mind around how important it is to have dinner at the table and what it means. You yeah. know, it, was, it was much more significant things than it is today. You, know, you invite someone to have dinner at your house. In his culture, that was a really big deal. It meant a lot. Yeah. So now jump into the opposite side of that. Mm -hmm. So has there ever been a time where you felt like you were excluded for something? So like me and you, you invited me out to go dinner mm -hmm. in front of Cohen. Yeah. How would you feel? I'd be like, ouch, Adam didn't invite me to dinner. Mm -hmm. And then I'd do something that I, that I would regret. Like a like a prank? Like <laughs> yeah, a prank. Like a key is car or what's yeah. <laughs> a prank? <laughs> you think it's a prank? Steal my car. That's a crime. Steal his car? You would steal his These car. These are all crimes, you guys. He didn't 
What kind of pranks? He invited me to dinner. I'm going to steal his car. I've I've got a good one. A good being excluded. Okay. Sixth grade year. Mm. Every guy in my class made the basketball team except for me. Oh, wow. You know, painful was in the morning when they're reading over the PA, everybody that made the team, and I'm watching one by one, all the guys go, yes, yes, yes. And then they're done. And I was the only one that didn't make the team. Wow. I still remember that coach's name, too. Written in my book. If you're out there, I hope you're, I hope you're, hope you're alone. Hope you didn't find anybody. Just kidding. No, that's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you didn't know, that was a reference to uh, episode two. So if you don't mind, go scroll back to episode two, and you would hear that same thing in there. Um, so what are some ways to make people feel like they belong? Like you felt like you were excluded, but now what do we do with people that don't feel like or feel like they are excluded? How do we make them feel like they belong? I feel like you gotta go out of your way, honestly. You gotta go out of your way to kind of bring people in sometimes. Yeah. Like it's not just like a, oh hey, like sometimes it can be just saying hi to somebody in the hallway mm-hmm. or at work or whatever. But um, I think it really works when you go out of your way to like see how that person's day is or invite mm-hmm. them to an event. I know that's how it was for me at least. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's used to like the, what I call it elevator talk. It's just that talk that you say when you don't know what to say, right? Mm-hmm. And we do that all the time with people. I, yep. I can't stand it. So, because you know what people are doing, they just don't know what to say. So, but when you dig deeper, it, it, you're showing someone value. You're saying, hey, I really care about who you are as a person. Yeah. It's not just trying to have a conversation. I'm not trying to get to know you. It's a big deal. Yeah. The, uh, I guess the moment you find that commonality between something, because I've had that conversation before where you are you know, in school, back in, in high school, you would walk past someone and say, hey, uh, I think I think it was a, a girl or a lady that I talked to, and we just had lockers in the same same area. But we saw each other for the next three years, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, I, if I was wearing a shirt or my backpack had something cool on it, and she mentioned that, and all of a sudden we started talking about it and then talking about different things and then find out the whole time that we were into the same music, into the same, you know, things at home, video games, all of that. And I was like, whoa, where have this been this whole time? But we never made that step. We never went out of our way to, to find that out. We just stayed right on the surface level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think just when you when you get people in, get them connected to your culture quick because everybody yeah. has culture and there's like entire language that everybody uses. And that's why camps are such a great thing because then people yeah. get ingrained pretty quick. Yeah. But, you know, camp or other experience like that may be a, a while away. So anything you can do to get somebody in quick is going to be way better. Yeah. Because we need those connections and we need those bonds and we need those memories so that we can feel like, oh, I'm a part of this thing. I'm not just showing up. That's a big deal. Exactly. Well, you know what? I actually have a challenge for you guys. Just real quick. What... What are some ways that we can invite others and what would that look like from start to finish? What, it, what would it look like from the moment they get out of the car to the moment they finish at small groups? Um, and for you guys, just let us know in the description below um, and also add us at our social medias. Um, and while you're there, consider subscribing. Like, comment, subscribe. But uh, let us know Everybody what you think. Subscribes. It's a free date with Cohen. It's not. Yeah. That is not true. <laughs> yeah, he's well, banned. We'll make it true. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it true. Or we'll we'll key his car or something like that. Anyway. Oh my gosh.
Um, I'm not going to jail. Uh, let's move on. So uh, a couple more questions and we'll, we'll, head, we'll head out and we'll finish up. But uh, what can make inviting or including others difficult, awkward, intimidating? So what are, what are some things that are like difficult about that, awkward about that? And peeing people's cars <laughs> kind of makes it a little awkward. That is, that is uh, 100% <sighs> a little bit false. Oh, no. Yeah, that would be a great way to meet somebody. Mm, okay. Just, you, I mean, okay, so let's say you, you see a car. And you you wait until they walk up to it and you start keying it uh-huh. and they're like, Hey, what are you doing? And you're like, Oh, I thought this was somebody else's car. I'm like, no, you're not you're not Mr. Smith. And they're like, No, I'm 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 Bradley. And you're like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, sorry about that. I will pay for that. And they're like, Okay, cool. So you, you mind if I buy you dinner? And then you can take them out to dinner, mm. invite them to a concert, because they're upset, but then when you pay for their stuff, oh, they're in scenario, both these people are sociopaths. <laughs> Nobody, I, don't know, I don't know Bradley is. But <laughs> Come on, Bradley's a good guy. Bradley's a good guy. Which, which one's Bradley? Bradley's got to go. Bradley. His, his, key, his car just got keyed, and then he got it fixed and dinner. Yes, but the person who is going out of their way to key someone's car, mm. like that mentality, he just said yes to dinner with that person. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a good guy. I yeah. think he was a good guy. He just met. I mean, this is a, well, you know, and in and, and some weird twisted way, this is a good answer to the question, or not the key in the car part, but just the how, how do you take the awkwardness of that first step, right? Uh-huh. I think that's the hard part, is that we live, really live in this society now where people are so bottled up that everybody's living off their cell phones, they keep it to themselves, and so for you to get off the screen and to be face-to-face with somebody, you got to put yourself out there. Um, let alone them putting themselves out there. So I think that's the first part, taking that risk and yeah. saying, yeah. you know what, I'm going to be awkward. It's okay. It, it's going to be weird. Why don't you come to church with me? Why don't you come to small group? Why don't you come yeah. to this thing? But I'm just going to own it. And yeah. uh, I think that's that's the first step, owning the awkward. Yeah. I've had a lot of awkward conversations trying to get people to come to Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Just, just a lot of awkward stuff. I remember... Uh, I have a friend who like is regularly coming now, started dating somebody from the group. Mm-hmm. It was just because like I saw them, I recognized them, and I just sat down at the table. And I was like, hey, where did the group at? And they were like, uh, and they talked for like a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was it, at first it was like you have to you know, you gotta you have to really invest in people at first, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can Making so that investment is long term, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't take that long at first, I don't feel like, mm-hmm. at least in that scenario. It just feels like it does because it's so, it's so much tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a really good answer. I like that. You know, it's, uh, there's that awkwardness of, that we run into all the time. And it's, the awkwardness is, it lies in there because we stay at the surface and then we don't know how to get deeper. Yeah. So what is the next, you know, what is the next thing you say? What do I have something to say? I don't have anything planned next. Now, um, I always rely on the Ford method. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Now, if if you use this in, in the wrong hands, it could it can be used for evil. But if you are going to use this, use this for good, please. So the Ford method is very, very simple. And I, I come in a little bit clean here. I taught it to my son, and that's how he got his girlfriend. So that's why I don't, I don't want you to use it for evil. But <laughs> um, but I, I've taught it to other, other students here. I've taught it to, and, and I'm afraid that they may use it for evil. But here's the thing. The Ford method is very simple, 
and it's it follows up any awkwardness. So when you say, "Hey, how are you doing?" or "You're you know you come here often or whatever it is," and then you normally give one answer and stop. There's more to that. So the forward method, F O R D, um, you talk about family. You you insert it in a way that is less intimidating. So are are you are you here? Be, you know, just like me as an only child. It's like no, I have brothers and sisters. Oh, cool. Tell me about them. You just went into the next step. Mm. F F O R D. So O occupation. If you're a student, obviously there you can find out what school they go to. If you're an adult, you can find out what do you do. What what, what do you do? Oh, okay, that's great. Tell me more about that. Um, R, recreation. What do you do for fun? Normally, you get that question all the time. What do you do for fun? People don't know. That's fine. But if they do know, like, oh, paragl paragliding. Oh, great. I would love to do that. Tell me where you would go paragliding. You've just entered into further of knowing them. And the last one, which is very, very important, and they start to connect with you with, is D, F-O-R-D, dream. So tell me your dreams. Well, I'm going to college right now. Well, if, you're, if you don't have to pay for college right now, what would it, what would be the thing that you would be doing right now if you didn't have to go to college? Mm -hmm. See, you just fell in love with me right now. Yeah. So if you if you use this method, please don't use it for evil. Uh, please use it for good. Family, occupation, occupation, recreation, recreation, and dreams. I thought for some reason I thought you were talking about Henry Ford, and he has the same where it's like. Don't tell me what you know. Show me what you can do. Ooh, I was like, where is... That's really good, too. Well, yeah, but not for this scenario. <laughs> trying to learn new people and be like, yeah. don't talk to me. Just show me what you can Just do. Just show me what you yeah. can do. Henry Ford did not use the Ford method. No, he, he did not. not. He did not. Not a man of the Ford method. Yeah. Ford method is very good. And if, if even someone who is shy can talk about these things. And the, the thing is, is it's not, it's not two-way. You can actually lay the question down and the other person... The more you let them talk, the more they feel like they belong, the more they feel like, uh, obviously you're not doing it just for show, but you're doing it to actually get to know them. And now you get to know them. So the next time you see them, you have something to continually talk about. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you go paragliding this weekend? Oh, no, we're thinking about doing that next month. So in a month, you can bring it back up and say, hey, how did that go? And I'm pretty sure they're going to be, they're going to give you an hour long talk about how they went paragliding, how fun it was, how scary it was, all of this stuff, because you got to know them. Mm -hmm. And that puts a, I mean, like, you create friends pretty quickly from those encounters. You yes. do. Yeah. The other day, I, uh, I was at work. We had a new coworker come in. And where I work, there's, like, a, a, they take clients to a meeting at one point. So I have to, like, man the building alone. Mm -hmm. So they left the new guy with me. And we talked for, like, two hours. Just met him that day. And I must have told him, like, all my deepest, darkest secrets, like, everything that we, got, we had encountered throughout our lives. We talked about our family, all that stuff. And like, there's a pretty big age gap in between us. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, I'll tell you what, I like that guy. Yeah. I really do. Just from that one encounter. Now, if you can remember that encounter, it felt like, it seems like you did a lot of the talking. So he was just laying down questions for you to answer. No, it was, it was both ways. It was back and forth. It was. It, I learned a lot about him too. That's the best kind of conversation because it now becomes a two-way street. Yeah. And... You know, when you have that awkwardness, sometimes it's just one way and you can let them talk. But mm -hmm. the moment you have that connection, it, it goes both ways. That's even better. That's a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. So That's crazy. Just to get to know that much about somebody mm -hmm. and to share that with somebody. Yeah. And it would be easier to invite him to things now. Yeah, know? absolutely. So um, we're actually getting close to time here, but uh, I do want to end on uh, a good question here. So who is someone 
No, not who. Um, <laughs> if you were to invite someone, what would you want their experience to be like? I think I just I want people to feel like they were cared for. Yeah. You know, I want people to walk in and walk out and say, you know what? I've never met any of those people, but I think they actually care about me. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to come back to see what this looks like. So I'd like them to feel like they were cared for, and I'd like it to, to kind of pique that curiosity a little bit to say, I'd, I'd like a little bit more of that. Yeah. That's what I want. I think about, um, if you guys remember what Luke said at Snow Camp, when mm -hmm. he was like, I don't know what you guys got, but I want it, mm -hmm. you know? I was just like, for everybody there, it was like a, you know? Because you always, you always talk about, like, you always talk about trying to make the place feel that way for people, but mm -hmm. for when, when somebody said it, yeah. we are like, oh, man. I think that's that's what I would like, you know. Yeah. I want people to feel like they see something and they want to be a part of it, and I want them to leave feeling like they they could be a part of it. Right. You know, I I would love. Um, we can't cookie cutter this this setup and experience. Mm -hmm. So everybody that comes in here um, is coming in at a different level in life. Mm -hmm. So maybe they they don't know anything about God or Jesus, um, and you know, they are curious, you know, we want their experience to come in and not be turned away by, hey, you have to do this and here's all the rules and follow them. We don't want that or I don't want that. I want them to come in wherever they're at, whether they're reading the Bible, they're all the way in, they're a minister somewhere else, or they're just someone who's just curious um, and wants to know, know more. I want each one of those to have the same experience where they can come in, um, understand who we are, what we're about, and they're cared for, and they get to go home and come back and grow again from where they're at, from the spot that they're at. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's it. That's what it's about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, any, anything more to add? Or do you track? Just take a chance. Don't key a car. Yeah, don't key a <laughs> don't car. Don't key a car. Don't key a car. Don't do that. <laughs> if, you're, if you're new and you see me keying a car, just know that I'm... I care about you. He didn't take his medicine. Then. He's trying to build a relationship. He's, you're going to get dinner out of it. You, yeah. You're going to get a lot more than dinner in the concert. out of it. In the concert. I don't know. All right. And, and that's it uh, for our time. And uh, for those of you in YouTube land, uh, thanks for watching. And those of you in podcast land. Hey, thanks for listening. Ooh. A little bit of that. Yeah, a little, a little bit of that. I, see, we, 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 we try a little bit of everything. So um, if you would, make sure to save us in your video playlist or in your audio playlist. And also, if you could, hit that subscribe button, click the bell for, uh, for notifications, and don't forget about our socials. Swing by, mm -hmm. say hello. Yep. That's where you guys say hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. There you go. Hi. So whether you're a student, parent, or youth, made a youth motivator, our hope is to reach students where they are, to give families an inside look where the series are, and to help open dialogue with their students. This is North Youth Media. We'll see you next time. Have a great week. Should do something like where only the, the visual people can see it, but like everyone that's just listening has no idea what's going on. You know, like a, like a, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is. Ouch. <laughs> and cut. <laughs>